Welcome back to Feeding the Family with Dr. Kristen. I'm your host, Kristen Saxena. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about nutritional wellness versus diets and which is best for you. I'm joined by our guest, Amanda Yoakum, Hy-Vee Dietitian. Well, welcome back to the show, Amanda. Hello, thanks for having me. You bet. So Amanda Yoakum, registered dietitian with Hy-Vee, my good friend now that yes. we've been doing all the things together. Yes. <laughs> well, I am very excited to have you back. And um, I kind of had this topic that I was really pumped to be able to discuss with you because um, we were just saying, like, I feel like this is some of the nerdy stuff that I talk about or think about rather, you know, when I'm in the shower, right? I'm like, oh, I have this whole concept where I think this is. So I've been thinking um, the way that I sort of phrased it or framed it was sort of this idea of the difference between adopting uh, a approach or a idea that what I really want is nutritional wellness Mm -hmm. versus um, a specific diet. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I come at this personally in the sense that like I feel like earlier on in my life I was that person that was very curious um, and always sort of seeking out Mm -hmm. and interested in Mm -hmm. like what is the perfect diet. Mm -hmm. Um, And of course like I know and I know you know if you see the internet you know that obviously people are looking for this information and they have different goals you know some people are trying to lose weight and then there's you know people trying to get super jacked and then you know you have another thing that I've read a lot or do a lot of research into is also um, you kind of have this longevity camp as well and I would say those are like three big ones at least that I see a lot and I'm sure you know there's tons more Um, and I think as a person and then just sort of as a physician who had an interest in nutrition I was always curious you know about what are these diets and what's the best diet and like what diet should I do or be on and I feel like people are looking at that a lot and I got to thinking I'm like oh my gosh you know Amanda you're a dietitian I bet this is like all you hear about like you sit at a party and somebody's like so you know what diet should I go on I'm trying to xyz so I started to think you know over over my life i've started to like realize i think that um you know even in in medicine you you realize and people say this and it becomes cliche but it's like diets don't work but they really don't and i feel like as physicians physicians prescribe diets Mm -hmm. you know the internet prescribes several diets Mm -hmm. i'm sure you know several dietitians and maybe there's a place for that and i want to talk about that but Mm -hmm. I'm starting to feel like for the most part, like I want to be like, we have to be seeing this, right? It's not, it doesn't work. Yeah. So is instead the key, and it's frustrating because it's a little bit more, again, nebulous, but is the key really, let's get you to a place of what I'm calling nutritional wellness. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can talk a little bit about what we feel mm-hmm. like something like that means, because I guess I'm still defining it. Um, or, you know, am I wrong? And should is there a diet we should all be on or you know is there a place for that to be your goal and a place for but right now you need this diet Mm -hmm. so i know that was like a loaded loaded question but i love it but i guess first of all maybe like what's what's your experience Mm because i 
I'd have to imagine that you're like, I'm a dietitian, and everybody's like, oh, I have yep. so many questions. Exactly. I just, I love this topic. And I mean, I'm so passionate about this as well. And that's why I love working with you because we have such similar philosophies with eating and nutrition. So kind of going back to your original question of, you know, nutrition, nutritional wellness and versus diet. I get the question all the time. And uh, the the question usually comes out to me as, have you read the book? Have ah. you seen, what diet do you follow? I mean, that's, mm-hmm. I get that a lot. Mm-hmm. And as a dietitian, I remind everyone that there is no quick fix. And again, my goal is to create healthy, lifelong eating. It's mm-hmm. not a diet. I hate the word diet. And especially with, when it comes to kids, we, most kids, majority of kids do not need to be put on a diet. Right. But diet has different definitions too. A diet can mean what do we eat? Right. And so that's where it gets a little tricky too. Yes. I may say diet, but I don't mean it's a weight loss diet or a specific, you know, internet fad diet. Mm-hmm. That's not the goal. But um so kind of going back to that nutritional wellness. Now, there is no definition for healthy a healthy diet and that's really tricky and that's something actually that um, the government's actually kind of working on is yeah what is a healthy diet but kind of really assessing your own situation really looking internally and thinking of your risk factors do you have diabetes as a risk factor do you have heart disease in your family you know when we first start to think about that then we can start to make modifications with your own diet or your own healthy uh, eating plan again however you want to call it so mm-hmm. um, you know making sure that we are thinking big picture again not thinking the short term and that's what's tricky I get clients that come to me and say well I need to lose uh, 20 pounds before uh, you know in three months because I'm going on a cruise yeah well but do you do you want to do that to your body is that like maybe we could go work with 10 10 pounds and then maybe continue to work on that because what happens and you know this too well too Mm -hmm. someone will starve themselves and then they get to where they want to be for that one occasion and then the eating habits all come back they're usually not healthy and then they gain it all back and now we're starting over and now they have less muscle mass because they've lost all the muscle while they're trying to starve themselves and I mean it goes on and on so Again, that there's so much to this conversation. So um, that's kind of my first ideas with that is, first of all, looking at yourself, what is best for you? Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. So, I mean, I thought the same thing. And I think that that's the thing that like, I feel like we people know it. Like mm-hmm. if you are like, yeah. do you think diets work? And everybody's like, well, no, because mm-hmm. we all either have been on diets or no lots of people and you can see like you know even they lose the weight they gain the weight they lose the weight they gain the weight and that's just what you see on the outside I mean I think that the other thing is is on several levels it's like well what is it doing to you on the inside so what is it doing to you from a physical health perspective I mean like you said losing muscle ass bad for your bones like there's several things like with this starvation Mm -hmm. and then like binging on perhaps non-nutritive foods that are are not good for you physically um and then psychologically as well, like, you know, are you like, well, you know, I love myself because yeah. I was so skinny for my trip and then, you know, I mm-hmm. gained all my weight back, but I don't care, uh-huh. really. Like, I mean, that's probably not mm-hmm. the case. And so, um, you know, I think we know this, yeah. but d- 
is it just that we all are like, but that's not going to happen to me? Or I, I don't know. You know what I mean? I think it's sort of this weird, um, it's just this sort of like, like you said, maybe it's just thinking short term, mm -hmm. but I have to feel like most of us know, like, this isn't actually going to end well. Yeah. Right? right. So, so true. <laughs> I mean, there is this, this diet cycle. Um, there's research to it. And what happens is um, often a time of, of, of diet is when a person restricts, mm -hmm. restricts and then they binge mm -hmm. and then they feel guilty and then they restrict. And it's this awful mm -hmm. diet cycle. Mm -hmm. And so what I like to do is try to break that cycle, trying to have my clients have that healthier relationship with food. That's that's my number one goal for all my clients, no matter age, situation, is to have that healthy relationship with food. And really, again, thinking about nutrition mm -hmm. rather than diet. Mm -hmm. So looking at it as fuel, and what is fueling yourself the best? Is that, again, but mental health? Is that fueling your mentally, uh, you know, your mental capacity the best? Mm -hmm. Is that making sure that your blood sugars are at a healthy range? Um, making sure that we're taking care of our cholesterol and our lipids. Um, I'm a huge advocate for knowing your numbers. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm kind of a nerd when it comes to numbers. I love to look at labs and uh, kind of evaluate and what we could do with the diet. Mm -hmm. um, so don't look at just the number on the scale that mm -hmm. I think that's probably one of the worst things that you could t tell yourself and mm -hmm. saying well I'm 150 pounds therefore I am healthy well right is it healthy for you let's let's evaluate it mm -hmm. you know, when have you had a physical recently um, when have you had your blood sugars checked that kind of thing yeah and I think I mean I love that point too because like you said like a certain weight can be a lot of things and yeah. even when you were at your you know cruise weight mm -hmm. or whatever right were you healthy? Mm -hmm. Probably not. I mean, yeah. if, if you got there by like restriction mm -hmm. and just like serious caloric deficit or like a very rigid, very, you know, excluding a lot of foods yep. diet, then probably not. Also, like I, I would, I can't speak for everyone, but were you happy? Yes. Were you happy oh, during that so time? Good. So true. You know yes. what I mean? I think yeah. so. That's the yes. other thing is it's like, no, were you like just anxious and stressed mm -hmm. and like, kind of miserable because yes. I don't know about you but every time I've ever been like that I'm just like I'm not happy yes right was I pleasant yeah. to the people around me right. probably not yes um yes. and so I feel like that's exactly right so mm -hmm. like yes that is I mean and I don't, I'm not one of those people too that's like well we should just ignore everything you know mm -hmm. because I think what people think is it's like well if we if we ignore those things then all we're gonna do is eat donuts and ice cream because mm -hmm. donuts and ice cream make us happy yeah. but that's the other thing they don't yeah like i think right, that right. those are the two like polar things like if i'm skinny mm -hmm. i'll be happy and i'll stay that mm -hmm. way mm -hmm. no no and right. then if i just like don't if i just do what i feel mm -hmm. what i feel is you know whatever cake yeah. and whatever uh -huh. and so i think that maybe in my mind i'm like i feel like that's the mindset but um i recently read uh, book Jordan Peterson has this 12 rules for life okay. and one of his rules I think it's number two I might say it a little bit wrong but it was something like treat yourself like someone that you're responsible for caring for okay yeah and I actually That's that great. made me That's think good. of this because I thought again like as a parent but it would be anyone that you're responsible for caring for even your dog yeah. let's just say right you would you suggest that you starve them you know for their next vet visit when they're gonna get checked 
Yeah. Uh, would you suggest that? You know what I mean? Probably not. You know, but if your dog had or your child had diabetes, mm-hmm. would you say, let's make some changes to your diet to yeah. make this more manageable yeah. in a loving, caring way, which doesn't necessarily mean you never get a cookie. Right. It just means like, hey, let's think about the way and you'd be yeah. so much most people yes. I think would be so much more likely to do that for someone else than they will do for themselves so true yeah and having that balance I think of all of this is having that balance also you know going back to your original question of you know I go to a party and yeah they're like well what diet do you follow I, I don't follow a diet it's mm-hmm. it's it is about balance and I will tell you it's work it's work mm-hmm. for some people and and that's okay and then when you admit to yourself and say I am worth it to figure out how to eat yeah. uh, I, I recently worked with a client that she was fantastic to work with because she she truly came to me and said I want to learn how to eat and she was a 65 year old woman and you know what I thought good for you to keep trying mm-hmm. and and we made it work and now she knows how to eat it wasn't she was on this very structured rigid eating disorder type of lifestyle for mm-hmm. so long mm-hmm. that it was she was tired of it you know that whole mental capacity of when you say you know you got to your weight that you wanted to but are you happy mm-hmm. that's not a good way to live and so having that relationship with food to say I can have a little bit of candy once in a while or if it's a birthday I'm going to have a piece of cake and not beat yourself up about it yeah Um, we don't want to have the cycle of guilt to go along with food breaking that cycle um, I call it the food mood connection Mm -hmm. we often are raised in a society where we celebrate with food we mourn with food we do everything around food so as we become older then we always have this connection that a mood should be connected with a food. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of one of my passions is to help kids so- separate that. Mm-hmm. And so if we have a mood, we're angry, we're frustrated, instead of going and grabbing the potato chips, can we go for a walk? Can we journal? Can we skip over that food yeah. and have a connection with that mood that doesn't involve food? I think, it's I think that's really interesting. I actually also, I read a lot of nerdy books. Mm-hmm. So I read another book that was talking about that I thought was really interesting was um, actually talking about how as newborns, actually our first um, experience of love or connection is feeding. Mm -hmm. And so I do think too, that's something, again, going back to this, I think a lot of it is just this shame and guilt. And so part of it is even like, oh, I'm a comfort eater, but you know, I suck. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, no, I mean, look at this. You are literally like wired this Uh way a little Uh bit. So you shouldn't hate yourself for doing that or feeling that because a little bit, it's like, yeah, like, look at you. That was your first experience in the whole world. Yes. And you know what I mean? And it's like, and for the most part, that was how you experienced connection with other human beings and feeling secure and love Mm -hmm. was being fed. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Mm -hmm. that your brain has started to create that association is not like horrible, but you also have to be like, but at this point, how is this serving me right now? Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that's the piece too. It's a lot of it because I think that's that people are so judgmental of themselves. Right. And I think we have this fear that if if I stop hating myself, Mm -hmm. things are just going to go off the rails. Like I have to like be like bad. That's bad. Stop doing that. But you know, it doesn't in the long term. That just seems to like keep cycling over and over again. Yeah. And then I work with binge eaters and you kind of talk about that 
that bad, right? Mm-hmm. So if you, let's say a person has a binge, well, then they consider it being bad and then they just continue and they then, not, now you're going to feel guilty for maybe multiple reasons. Maybe mm-hmm. you binged because you had a, stress, a stressful day at work. Yeah. But then now you still have the stress from work and now you're stressed because you binged. And so that's not a good a good feeling for a person. That's not our goal when we talk mm-hmm. about food. And again, looking at it uh, in a different way of fuel. I mean, it's completely okay to have birthday cake again with a birthday. Yeah, that, that not, I'm not saying you can't do that, but if it's always a connection and then you call yourself bad, that's not a healthy approach. Totally. Well, and so that's where I've kind of gotten into thinking like the more that I've, because I feel like I, Obviously, I talk about this all the time. I read about it. I write about it. But I'm still a person in the world. And so, like, I'm not going to, like, there's still all this, like, influences Mm -hmm. and messages and, like, lessons I feel like I've unlearned from a younger version of myself. And some of it, I think, wasn't very psychologically, emotionally, physically healthy. I think some of it came from a genuine, like I have to think too, somebody that goes in to be a dietitian, you're curious. Like some of it was just like science. Like I'm like, well, you know, what's the, what's the blue zone diet? Because I want to live forever as this, you know, like Mm -hmm. thriving person and I'm going to follow that diet. And so, but the more I really looked into it or maybe just like with a more mature mindset Mm -hmm. is it's like what I kind of realize is yes there's like diets that people eat in the blue zones and there's the Mediterranean diet and everybody's all over that but like we went to Italy this summer if you go to the Mediterranean people actually they don't well first of all you're like all you eat is pizza and pasta like this does not this is not the messaging (laughs) that we're receiving (laughs) and the other thing is it's like what I noticed I think the real takeaway is they didn't really worry that much about what they ate I mean, they did, you know, I think that there's like a, this is healthy and this is good and whatever, but it wasn't like nobody, I didn't encounter anybody that was like, I can't, I'm on keto, Uh, you know? And they were like, ah. Uh And the other thing, if you see like these, like, you know, they'll interview these centenarians and, you know, there'll be these little old ladies that have like, you know, she has her two Dr. Peppers every day and whatever. Yes, you know, yes. I think I saw some lady recently on the news and I was like, I think that's actually the key is that no, instead, I just, did, you know, I, I did good for myself. Yeah. Like I mm-hmm. ate what I felt was healthy, yeah. but I also just enjoyed stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't right. down Dr. Peppers because, yeah. you know, I'm in a phase where I hate myself. Okay. Um, right, right. But I just was like, gosh. Dr. Pepper is delicious. I'm going to have one of these every yeah. afternoon. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and I think, or you, you, they're all like, you know, eating bacon every day or something. Stuff that doesn't seem, but I think it's more, I realize, I'm like, I think it's a mindset. It's yeah. a mindset. It's not a diet yep. per se. And my, uh, you know, going back to that relationship of food, but then my also key slogan that I have my clients is that we are looking for consistency. I say this Mm -hmm. over and over. We're looking for consistency rather than perfection, right? Mm -hmm. And so when you have that perfection mindset with eating, you can't, you naturally will go to that cycle of thinking bad Mm -hmm. whenever something like that happens. Or Mm -hmm. if you have that Dr. Pepper. Mm -hmm. Again, that's not what we're looking for is um, another way to look at it is maybe my clients need to do an 80-20, meaning 80% of the time they're fueling their body with nutrient-dense foods. Mm-hmm. Then 20% of the time, it's the Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. It's the birthday cake. And that is still considered a healthy, balanced, nutritious 
diet right. or meal plan, however you want to call it. But again, have it doesn't it doesn't have to be 100% healthy food all of the time. Right. And 80/20 being also something that you didn't necessarily measure. Yes, but that's the feel. Exactly. Oh, that's, that's the other yes. thing. You know, people are like, "Okay, yes. fine. 20% of my calories can be whatever I want." Right. So, you right. know, I've made my meal plan and then my 20% I've uh-huh. got planned out real good cuz I'm going to have a Kit Kat and blah blah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I like and so that. I think though, but I'm like, "No, you're missing the mm-hmm. point, I mm-hmm. think." And like I said, like um, you know, it does Ellen Satter does have I think, you know, her version of this is really this idea of this competent eater and I think it's a lot of these same mm-hmm. uh, same yeah. thoughts or yeah. philosophies yeah. Um, but just like for me it resonated more to kind of be like I just feel like it's this idea of for me at least this nutritional wellness because it's like asking yourself and being honest how do I actually feel right now do I feel physically good do I have energy do I feel psychologically and emotionally good period do yep. i feel that way about myself yep. and like i've found that that actually and here's the only caveat i had to that like from a personal standpoint is i was like okay well that somebody would be like well that's easy for you to say because you you know you're of a healthy weight mm-hmm. you don't have any chronic diseases per se yeah. that you're trying you know what i'm saying so i get that so i don't want to be like all you have to do is see how you feel every day and everything will be okay okay right, right, you know right. i could see like me being someone else and wanting mm-hmm. to like hurt me. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but on the flip side, it's like, yeah, but it, I haven't always felt that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes. so as I get to it, I just feel like this, I mean, it's sustainable. Like you start to feel like, oh, I feel better. Am I like the leanest I've ever been in my life? Like, no. Uh-huh. But so what yeah you know what right, i mean like right. if you're i it's the healthiest i think i've ever felt from checking all of the categories mm-hmm. plus the best part is is that not only like my gut says but the data would suggest but this i actually could do forever yes right exactly. instead yeah. of all the data that's like you know whatever it is like i think i read somewhere that you know, only like five percent of people who go on a restrictive diet actually and to lose weight keep off the weight like three yeah. years later. Right. It's like, yeah, well, ninety-five percent chance that this isn't going to land you where right you want to be. Yeah, and so normal, and that kind of goes back to Ellen Sattler too, is that normalize eating mm-hmm. what is normal eating she has a mm-hmm. whole kind of whole thing about that and that is again listening to your body allowing for those occasional treats and also kind of going back to uh when you said the 80 20 absolutely i do not want you to have to mark it all down and figure it out and that it leads me to the point of food journaling mm-hmm. okay so mm-hmm. as a dietitian I will ask my clients to food journal for a variety of reasons. It may be IBS reasons, it may be diabetic uh, blood sugar reasons, but for just a general healthy person, mm-hmm. journaling your food every single day for the rest of your life is not healthy. Mm-hmm. And I've actually had to have some of my clients stop because then they become overly consumed with that 80-20, right? Like, yeah. hey, what does that mean? Writing it down. Don't get me wrong, it's very helpful in the beginning to help when I have a client and saying, okay, let's look at this together if it's all written down and we can analyze it together. But journaling forever is not an approach that we want you to do. Yeah, so then what are your thoughts on things like that? You know, like the my fitness. I'm yeah. saying all these things because yeah. I've done them. Yeah, like I again, and, and I did it with the mindset like, 
like oh this is so good uh-huh. like I'm right. tra- I'm gonna my diet's gonna be perfect yes. and you know I'll get all I'll check all the boxes mm-hmm. and my graph will look perfect uh-huh. and yeah all these things and I was like oh crap like that was so uh-huh. bad for me but it, yeah so what are your like I assume like mm-hmm. that my fitness yeah. I don't mean yeah. to like hate on my fitness pal or whatever but it's good it's uh it's I think it's a commonly used yes. app yes and so do you get a lot of mm-hmm. so I, that's the app I actually prefer mm-hmm. when I do have clients come in if they're brand new I will say okay let's start with that and it's actually I kind of have a hidden agenda with that um, and the reason why is I want a person to again adopt the principle that all foods fit into a healthy eating plan mm-hmm. so if that is okay I'm going to give them a guideline of I want this much grams of protein carbs and fat okay that's kind of that's kind of where we start usually mm-hmm. And I have them track for a few days and then we can start to make modifications from there. Now, are they not getting enough protein maybe at their breakfast meal? We're going to add some in. So those apps are completely helpful. Yeah. But when it becomes so rigid and so fixated on um, on those numbers, that's not the approach that we want. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's, again, having that balance of saying, you know what? Wow. I had a Dr. Pepper in the afternoon and I still hit my goals. Yeah. That's exactly what I want. It's just, again, making sure that person sees that I don't need to eat the same things every single day for the mm-hmm. rest of my life. Because first, first of all, that's boring. Food yeah. should be fun. Food should not control us. Food should be enjoyable. Um, and so, you know, when you are tracking, it's like, wow, this is kind of nice. I can see that I'm still hitting my goals when um, I'm having a variety of foods. Yeah. Well, I do like that because I think on the one end, like you said, I think that doing something like that not as a lifestyle, mm-hmm. but as almost just like a learning yeah. experience. Yeah. It can be really good because you can say the same thing like, oh, you know, I didn't realize that eating X yes. like had so much protein or exactly. so much what carbs or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's that sort of learning piece where you're like, oh, and I have learned about myself that I feel better when I have a good amount of protein and fat in the morning. Right. So, yeah. you know, I've learned that these are five foods that I like Uh that I could have to have that feeling every day Um, but on the flip side the other thing that I would always learn is you know I feel like when you do it you're you know you're always trying to get some like protein goal Uh and I realized I was like Jesus nobody can eat that many chicken breasts Uh, you know this diet's dumb like you know what I mean that's like usually the conclusion I would come to like gross if I have to eat (laughs) you know like five chicken breasts I'm done Mm -hmm. and then I think then that's another like reminder where you're like this is really not how I'm gonna live my life forever and ever and ever so yeah so I like that yeah. a lot. And if, you know, back to your protein, you know, sometimes, because that happens with my clients, mm-hmm. especially females, we just naturally don't eat maybe as much protein. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's as simple as saying, okay, we're going to do a protein shake. Done. Yeah. We got a little extra protein from a shake after a workout. It's not going to, you know, it's not going to affect too much the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. And now you just hit your goal. So again, it, it's nice to have those tools available for us. It's just, again, we don't want it to be so um, rigid. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, that's the diet that we don't want, right? Right, and I think that that's been the key is like this difference between, like you said, diet is, everyone has a diet mm-hmm. because we eat. Yes. But like what most people think of it is like prescriptive right. or like rigid rules. Mm-hmm. And I think that, again, like as a person has been curious about all these things, it is good to learn. Yeah. Like I think it's great to learn these are foods that do X, Y, and Z to you, you know. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like keeping this idea that like, but... I can eat whatever I want, mm-hmm. and I really can. 
Like I, I'm an adult person. I could right. go out there and I could do whatever I want, uh-huh. right? And I don't have to hate myself yeah. for what I'm doing. But then after you get past that, like mm-hmm. if I did that, I wouldn't be bad. Mm-hmm. I don't have to hate me mm-hmm. because I'm eating whatever fire Cheetos and Mountain Dew yeah. for breakfast. And I mean, I went through that phase of high school life too. You know what I mean? I've been through all these phases. Yeah. So, um, but instead I just feel like once I took to this, like I'm not gonna ever like, I'm never gonna cut out anything. Yeah. Ever. Yes. Like I mean, there'll be stuff I probably don't eat much. Mm-hmm. And it's right. because either I don't like it. Yeah. Or because I do know like that's not great for me. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, like I'm just gonna actually work on like listening to myself and how I feel and knowing too that that's very specific to only me Mm -hmm. and how I am right now today yep Um, and I think that that's like you said is that learning those kind of things can be useful Mm -hmm. and like I like one of my little tricks I have done too is because again like to make sure because I do know it'd be good to have more protein in my diet you know um, so I'll do like protein shakes in my coffee because yes, even that like exactly. I find protein shakes often gross uh-huh. like they taste weird uh-huh. and I'm like I'll do a little but I can't just do them straight uh-huh. so you know what I mean but I but then it's like to me it's like oh look at me I didn't put the whole thing in there uh-huh. but that's whatever you know a few grams of protein and my coffee tastes like something from star it tastes uh-huh. better than right. from Starbucks yes, you know what yes, I mean for yes. like Yes. Probably the same price because the protein shakes are expensive, <laughs> but still, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's healthier mm-hmm. and, you know, it's easy. And mm-hmm. so, I, like, to me, it's like those kind of things. It's like add-ons, like mm-hmm. little things where I'm like, look, I found something that's good for me that I, like, thoroughly enjoy. Like, I would be lying if I wasn't like, oh, my little chocolate coffee every morning. Uh-huh. And it's, like, delicious, right? Yeah. And so, it's thing, finding just those things, but knowing, like, Nobody else is going to be able to like tell you. Mm-hmm. Maybe you, but no. But I mean, but for the yeah. most part, it's like you got to figure that yes. stuff out for yourself and be like, "This is I'm happy. Yeah, I'm like satisfied on all levels." Uh-huh. And you know, in the long run, honestly, like that's created a better state of physical health for right. me than probably any of these other things because none of those. First of all, they may not have been good for me in the first place. Even if they were on paper, I couldn't keep them up. Right. You know? And then I think you get into this also because you can't keep them up. You fall off the wagon. And I think people have this like black and white thinking where it's like, well, you know, I screwed up. I had a piece of bread. Mm -hmm. So let's just go out for spaghetti and ball, you know, or whatever it is. It's like, well, today's shot. We'll try again tomorrow or whatever. Yeah. And one thing too, I, uh, in that kind of same idea is giving yourself enough time to feel and notice the differences. Mm -hmm. So my absolute favorite moment is when my client comes back to me, usually about after a couple weeks and they say, I feel better. And I'm like, yes, because I can't give that to someone. Mm -hmm. I can't give that internal motivation when they feel better. And that's the same with kids, too. I think sometimes our kids, um, you know, whatever situation, unfortunately, it may be that they don't have access to healthy foods, that they aren't even getting the chance to get to feel that way. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, that's another one of my passions is letting letting our kids get to get to feel Mm -hmm. good. And same with adults, Um, you know, not beating yourself up about it, but it's a process it's a journey and so giving yourself that time giving yourself that grace to be able to say wow i i do feel better this mm-hmm. is amazing mm-hmm. and i don't want to have to go back to how i used to feel yeah 
Well, and I think that I want to just kind of get into like the practical nature of that. But on that note, I think that's exactly right. You got to give yourself a little bit of time yeah. and a little bit of trial and error. And I think that's the other thing is that like when you do, you know, like maybe eat more mm-hmm. cookies than like, you know, what would normally you'd be like, oh, I'm a horrible person. I ate all the cookies and blah, blah, yeah. blah. To be like, oh, I ate a lot of cookies. I don't feel great, honestly. Uh, uh-huh. Like. It's huge. But it's then huge when you can listen to your body. Meh. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think yeah. that's the other thing. Like, yeah. Ha. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. You know? Yes. Instead of just like, well, don't worry, I just won't eat tomorrow and blah blah. But the crazy thing too is that like even like knowing that I've even had that mindset in the past, sometimes that's even a red flag for me. When I wake up and I'm like, I'm not hungry, or am I just not trying to eat? Uh, Do you know what I mean? Uh, like I yes. think it's it's not even it can go both ways. Yeah. And so then when you start to just be like, Nope, you know what? I'm not hungry. And when I am, uh-huh. will eat. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? I think good. that's the best yeah. part. And mm-hmm. so, um, and it sort of gives you this like, uh, like, oh, like, I'm so nice to myself. Right? You know what I mean? exactly. like, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and you feel to nice to yourself and you're like, yeah. I made myself this big salad. Uh-huh. Not because I want to be skinny, but because uh-huh. I'm nice to myself. Gosh, you know I, I mean? love that. I That's one of my, uh, also my favorites when my clients come back to me and they say, well, you know, we had a busy night of practices, whatever it may be, but they're like, I actually craved the salad mm-hmm. or I chose a black bean burger or something like yeah. that. And they're like, wow, who am I? You know, it's right. kind of fun to see them like, I did that voluntarily. I'm like, yes, because you listen to your body. And the day that you say, okay, I need to have the French fries and hamburger. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Like dig in. We're not up. Yes. We're not being ourselves about it. But then how how can we get more nutrition maybe the next day? So again, you have to listen to your body, your mind, your gut. And that's a huge, huge part of this whole wellness journey is, again, not the number on the scale. I know we kind of circled back to that. that, But again, you have to have that... uh, the whole body relationship with that food. Totally. Okay, so then kind of the last direction I want to go with you specifically mm-hmm. because I feel like, like I said, you're a person that people come to and mm-hmm. they probably are often coming to looking for diets. Yes. And um, again, like having been that, like I feel like a younger version of me would have listened to this and been like, oh, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Just give me the diet. Uh-huh. Like I can do it. Yeah. Uh, I want to okay. hear the numbers. Uh-huh. I want to hear the stats. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but you know, there's a little part of you going, but you know, maybe, maybe some of the things you're saying are resonating. Maybe there's some like validity to this. Yeah. So uh, if you've been a person who's maybe been uh, historically more looking for diets or trying right. to adhere to more rigid diets. How do you suggest that someone, what are the first steps we take to yes. be like, okay, well, I will maybe give your idea a try. Mm-hmm. Yes. What do I do now? Awesome. Okay. I love that question. So I kind of have two different options depending on the, the personality type. So when I'm assessing that client, I'm listening for cues. I'm listening. Do they like structure? Do they like to have that specific amount of food? If that is the case, then I actually do have meal plans. I have meal plans that have recipes to go along with it. I take that that guesswork out of it. Um, And to some personality types, that's what they want. Mm -hmm. To other personality types, though, that may be overwhelming and that's too much for them. So if that's the case, then I go more into a healthy, balanced eating plan. And that goes back to, all right, we are literally going to make sure that at breakfast you are having a fruit, a protein, and a grain. Mm -hmm. And we are walking through the entire day making sure that you are getting the nutrition that your body needs based on how much I, as a dietitian, 
know that you need to have based on science and research. Mm-hmm. So again, kind of two different approaches. There there are definitely diets out there. And if a person wants to follow a diet for weight loss, that's that's perfectly fine. I will help them do that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm going to make sure it's a nutritious diet. Mm-hmm. Um, it's no different if I have someone that comes to me and say says, I need a gluten-free diet because they're celiac. Sure. Of course, I'm going to help them find gluten-free foods and we're going to change their lifestyle to follow that gluten-free lifestyle. But it's not going to be something that uh, I make them feel you know negative or guilty about because mm-hmm. they have to follow this diet so yeah um, yeah so i again kind of to summarize with that listening to figuring out which personality type would be best you know mm-hmm. what is that person what's their goal um, i always ask what their goals are with working with a dietitian to make sure i help meet those goals and then giving realistic expectations and then um or uh, setting realistic expectations for the client but then also making sure that they have that foundation mm-hmm. whatever direction they want to go if they want to go with really structured then we're going to go that meal plan pr- approach. Not so much structured. That's more nutrition counseling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, what do you, I mean, I guess like, because I think that's the other thing as, as you t- like you talked about gluten-free and mm-hmm. celiac. I mean, because I don't want to leave that out. Like, right. definitely there are some more immediate than other reasons why it's like, well, you do need some specifics yeah. to your diet. Mm-hmm. However, I even think like when I feel like I have to, mm-hmm. For whatever reason, again, like I, it kind of goes back to the idea where we're not taking care of sometimes ourselves the way, you know, if your kid had celiac, yeah. you'd buy every gluten free thing in the, and there's adults, yeah. I think, that are just like, Ugh. Yeah. you know, like, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. And part of that is like, okay. Mm-hmm. But I think part of it is like, why Why are you doing this to yourself? Yes. But you wouldn't do to somebody that you wanted to mm-hmm. take care of. Right. And so I love that idea, just that approach to be like, we're going to do this. But we're going to do this because it's it's the kind thing for you mm-hmm. to do for yourself. Yeah. So I want you to think of it as like, not like, Ugh, now I have to do this, this and this. But it's like. That this would be a great way for you to like be really good to yourself. Yes, and and, and thinking of the stages of change, mm-hmm. uh, I I use that a lot of times too as a dietitian of where is the person at with adopting any of these ideas Mm -hmm. so if i have a person that's maybe not quite ready to make all the changes Mm -hmm. that's perfectly fine Mm -hmm. what little things can we do to still provide a change but not be so overwhelming i always tell everyone i don't expect you to clean out everything in your fridge i don't want you to do that i hate wasting food um but again making small changes and being having grace with your body and yes. grace with yourself and making sure that those little changes, we're just gonna keep building on those. Um, yeah. I am a big believer in follow up with my clients mm-hmm. because again, I can't change everything overnight, uh, especially with a diabetic. You know, a diabetic, mm-hmm. there is a diet that mm-hmm. we have to work on. Um, it's not incredibly uh, strict. Most diabetics can have. Yeah, I think that's the other thing everything. too is it's like, Nowadays, I mean, most of the time you can, you're on medication. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we it can is work like we together to, with, exactly. with everything, right? Mm-hmm. Their blood sugars, mm-hmm. their medication. Yeah. Um, you know, again, creating that whole, uh, taking that whole approach to what they're eating for the entire meal. Can they cook? Mm-hmm. Do they need Do they need help shopping? You know, mm-hmm. those are kind of some obstacles too that people have that then they just say, oh, 
I'm just what I can't do it. You know, it's yeah. like no, like let's work. What what can I help you with? What kind of shopping can I help you with? Um, do you need the grocery list? What you know? What mm-hmm. what can I help you with? That? Well, I like. I, I think that might be to me as we mentioned all of this. Maybe that's the key takeaway in terms of starting out. Mm-hmm. Is again like very few prescriptive diets are like oh just change one little thing right. They're like this is what you need to do every yes. day all day. Um, and I think that that's that's not only like to me the essence of what we're talking about is this sort of like just little incremental positive changes um and so like i do think about like i i always use that example of the little you know third of a protein shake in my coffee it's silly it's small but i started the the day it's something that i think is good for me yep i enjoy it and when you start the day on the mindset like look at me Uh being good to myself taking care of myself because the other thing is um i have vitamins that i took and i used Uh it and i'm plus minus about vitamins too i'm not even but for whatever reason i would take them but i would take them very haphazardly Uh right like ah and for some reason i just decided you know i'm just gonna get the little pill case Uh and i'm gonna take my vitamins every day and i just started doing it and again i'm not sure i even need any of those vitamins to be honest Uh but the act of going like look at me taking care of myself and taking my it sets the mindset and the tone where you go I do stuff that's good for me. Yep. You know, and then again, you instead of seeing like, oh, I had to order the salad and you all got a burger, I went like, I'm so good to myself. You know, or sometimes I get the burger because I'm like, I'm so good to myself and I could feel I really needed a burger. But I listened and I checked in and I went, yeah. You know, like, did I get the burger because it's the default and I'm like, always eat burgers? Uh-huh. Or was it like, you know, I don't even really feel like that and that salad looks great uh-huh. or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that that's exactly it is the beauty of this all is like, nah, it's just about like, take yourself where you are, mm-hmm. look at what you're doing. So sometimes that's the journals or whatever and just say like, hey, you know, what? what's one little change we can make that you might not hate or yes. actually enjoy and guess what? It'll be good for you. And then we'll all follow up and yeah. high five and be like, look at you, girl. Yes. You're doing it. Yes. Yes. And then, you know, from there, it it does become easier yeah. to be like, I'm going to make another choice. And right. then when you, you know, realize like, and then I had a burger or whatever. You know, I'm not, I love burgers. Uh, I'm not, know, hate, I'm literally not hating on any of this stuff. I'm just using it as an example. You're like, and I didn't feel bad about it mm-hmm. because... That's I checked in and that's what I wanted. Yep. And so I was like, worth it, uh-huh. doing it, you know? <laughs> yeah. So that's I love it. That's well, good. thanks so much, yes. Amanda. This has been great. Yes, thank you so much. <laughs> thanks for joining us for another episode of Feeding the Family. Be sure and hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And we'll see you here next week. <laughs>